What's up, YBO fam? Did y'all miss me? I know, it's been a little while. This episode is uh, my return episode after a little hiatus. Wow, it's been a little minute, but I'm excited to be back on the mic. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Welcome if you're a new listener. I'm your host, Christina Royster, aka Miss Chris D, on all social media platforms, M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find me on there. And this is YBO, Young Black and Opinionated. Let's get into the episode. Wow, so I have not put out an episode of YBO since June. I told you guys that I would be taking hiatus in April and I didn't know for how long. Then I came out with the kickback episode in May. That was like my first real YBO in-person event. That was awesome. And then I came out with the Catch Me on the Dance Floor episode in June because this was really the summer of dance music. And I have not stopped listening to Beyonce's album. I listen to that album like once a day from beginning to end. (laughs) And just random parts just still come to my mind. Unique! Like, (laughs) I just loved the dance music this summer. But that episode in June was mostly about Drake's album. And so here we are. I did not put out an episode in July, August. It is now September. And I'm ready to come back. I think it's time to come back. Um, And really... The reason why is because this is like therapy for me and I need some therapy, (laughs) y'all. And I have been back in real therapy and we'll get into that in just a second. But it's just about time because I think the reason I took a real break really was because I was in my own head and that's it. That's really all it comes down to. So I need to shake that off, get out of my own head. You guys, at least three people have asked me, like, when is the podcast coming back? So Even though there's like 3 billion people on this planet, there's actually more than that. Even though there's like 3 billion people on this planet, the fact that you three people asked me, when's the podcast coming back? That let me know like, okay, people actually do fuck with me. So stop being in your feelings and put out an episode. So here we are. We're back. I'm not sure what the cadence will be. I'm hoping that it'll still be bi-weekly. I don't think that'll change. But um, I definitely think that the format of the show is going to change, you guys. If you've been an OG listener since the beginning of YBO, which this is like episode 163, so if you haven't heard the others, please go back. Take a trip down memory lane in your time machine and go back to 2017. No, not 2017. When did I start this podcast? 2018. Take a trip down memory lane. Go back to the 2018 episodes. I've been doing this for almost five years And um, you'll hear the evolution of the podcast. The first episodes, I had this tactic where I really just did like one topic per episode. And then I think that I honestly let other people influence me. Uh, You know, society and other podcasters kind of let that influence the format of the show. And I got into the pop culture roundups. And that's really been fun for me because I love pop culture. I love talking about music, movies, TV. I'm going to still tell y'all about what I've been watching this summer. I don't care <laughs> on this episode. But I think that in in general, overall, I feel like the episode format is going to go back to that original, just one topic per episode. I'm tired of chasing down pop culture news when I don't feel like it just for the sake of having an episode. So some episodes don't have to be a pop culture roundup. I think I'm just going to go back to talking about one topic um, and hopefully getting some more guests on here. Y'all know I'd be iffy with the guests, like, <laughs> but, um, here we are. So 
of course, you know, we cannot have a YBO episode without Put Y'all On. If this is your first time listening, Put Y'all On is the segment of the show where I put my listeners on to my favorite things. So my favorite thing this week or, or what I would like to put y'all on this week is actually a vocab word. Some of y'all might know this word already. I certainly did not. But I just heard it in one of those docuseries I was watching this summer. So definitely going to get into that in a second and tell you guys what I've been watching this summer. But the, va- the vocabulary word is gauche. It's an adjective meaning lacking ease or grace, unsophisticated and socially awkward. So the word is gauche. That is my put y'all on. I really like that vocab word. Doesn't that just sound so snooty? Like, oh, so gauche. <laughs> so that's my put y'all on. As I said, I do love pop culture and I do love talking about TV and film from time to time. Uh, So this isn't going to be a whole pop culture episode, but I have to let you guys know how I spent my time this summer. I just sat in front of the TV all summer. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, if we rewind, I quit my job in April. So like right at the end of April, like April 29th was my last day of work in, uh, in media. I was working for a publication as a social media producer and toxic environment, overworked, underpaid, quit that job, nothing lined up. So I was unemployed for like seven weeks this summer. Um, and when you think about why I took a break from the podcast, I don't think that I was depressed, but I definitely was not feeling my best self. So probably just wasn't up to the podcast either. I didn't feel like doing nothing. But um, I took a good seven weeks off, May, June, unemployed, finally got back to work in July And I'll give you guys a whole life update on this episode. But bottom line is I was unemployed for seven weeks. I spent a lot of time watching TV. (laughs) So what did I watch this summer? I will just tell you a few things I watched this summer. And then I'm going to get into my top five. Ozark, we had the the final season. Yeah, final season, series, ending season. Um, I wasn't happy with how Ozark ended, to be honest. But... Uh, catch me offline and we could talk about that because I was not happy with how it ended. I wanted them to go to jail, period. That's it. Like, I just wanted them to go to jail. (laughs) I also watched The Staircase. This was an HBO Max, uh, kind of dramatization of the true crime story, um, about the Petersons. Um, if you haven't, I would just rather watch the real documentary, to be honest. Just watch the real documentary. That's my recommendation. The, um, dramatize, traumatization on HBO Max wasn't bad, but it's just hard to watch. Like, I would just rather watch the documentary. I don't know. Um, I watched Candy with, uh, Jessica Biel. Love me some Jessica Biel. She can really play a crazy white woman. And she did just that in Candy. That show's kind of old, but I watched it this year, so I'll count it. Loved the Bobby Brown A&E docuseries. Really got a good look at Bobby. Um, check that out if you haven't already. Another good documentary I watched for the culture called Street Mixtape on ESPN+. Plus. It's a 30 for 30 about the An One franchise. Um, they also have an An One episode on the new Netflix docuseries Untold. I've really been enjoying that as well. Loved the Mai Tai... What's his name? Mai Tai Teo? Mai Tai Teo? I can't get his name right, but I loved that episode because I can't believe this was going on in the news in a time when, like, I was in college. But when I think about it, I was not paying attention to the news at all in college. Like, I was not reading magazines, not getting news from Twitter. Like, it just wasn't a thing back then for me. So, yeah, if this all happened when I was in college, definitely understand how I missed it. Um, Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. 
super hard to watch, very hard to stomach, but great docuseries on Netflix about the um, LDS people. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not LDS people, LDS community. Um, just crazy. I'm sorry. I hate when people try to use religion as an excuse to have multiple wives. I don't know. Uh, but definitely check that out if you can stomach it. Um, honorable mention, everything's trash. I love Phoebe Robinson, and this is a great show on Freeform. Um, she's a comedian, author, kind of reminds me of myself, so that's probably why I love it. And yeah, check out Everything's Trash and support black women. Um, Reservation Dogs. It's giving on my block, but Native American, and I'm here for it. I love representation. I love watching different television shows about different cultures. I think that's why I'm really enjoying um, Miss Marvel on Disney Plus as well. I still haven't finished. I know that came out in like June or September now, but I'm, I'm chugging along. Um, so yeah, representation, Miss Marvel, Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs is an FX show. And let me just say, FX just really knows what the fuck they're doing. Like FX really puts out great shows and I watched them on Hulu. Also enjoyed the Legacy docuseries on Hulu. Hulu's actually been standing out for me. Go figure. I normally ch talk trash on Hulu, but the Legacy docuseries about the, um, you know, Lakers dynasty, that's a great docuseries. Uh, I really prefer the docuseries over the scripted show on HBO Max. Um, I just love hearing it from the, the actual people who are really there and getting their blessings. So I just hate when people make a TV show without other people's blessings. So that's why I did not finish <laughs> the HBO Max series. But yeah, check out Legacy on Hulu. Um, and then also Mike on Hulu. Uh, Trevante, what's his name? The guy from Moonlight. He's doing a great job uh, playing Mike Tyson in this series. Um, Mike was an animal. Mike was really an animal. And I'm gonna have to talk about that another time because it's hard when your, your icons and your legends also have shady past and abusive past um but that's on hulu also on hulu the patient with um what's it called what's his name steve carell great to see steve carell in a in a, a drama role uh and not just comedy you know he he can really branch out and this is a show on hulu about a therapist who gets kidnapped by his serial killer patient so that's right up my alley, as y'all know. <laughs> Raising Canaan is back. Raising Canaan is back on stars. I'm loving Raising Canaan. Um, I'm still curious as to how this is going to play into the whole power universe. Like, when does he meet Tommy and Ghost? Because right now he's a teenager and there's no sign of them. So I wonder how much it's going to tie into the power universe. But I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, Canaan's mom, Rock, is very messy. It's very hard to see uh, uh, kingpin quote kingpin woman in the drug game in New York in the 90s single mother as well just looking for love uh, and she's just she's getting a little sloppy with her business so that's interesting to see Mind Over Murder Mind Over Murder is an HBO Max docuseries and if you're wondering yes I'm reading from a list of TV shows that I watched this summer that I wanted to tell you guys about <laughs> So I have been thinking about the podcast. I have been thinking like, ooh, let me share this later. Mind Over Murder is a very, very cringy, crazy docuseries on HBO Max. I honestly didn't even finish because I couldn't stomach it. Um, long story short, grandma out in, I think this was in Colorado or Wyoming or Nebraska. One of those Northwestern states where most true crime stories occur. Grandma 
in the 80s, like raped and killed in her apartment, somehow the police get it wrong and they falsely accuse like six people from, you know, coerced testimonies, coerced confessions and such. Um, And then like 20 years later in modern day times, like the, the town is now putting a play on about the trial and the murder. That's weird white people shit. I'm sorry. No shade to my white listeners, but that is very odd. <laughs> Why would the town be putting on a play about this real life murder that happened? Like the grandkids still live in town and they're very uncomfortable by it. Crazy docuseries on HBO Max. You know what else is crazy? Victoria's Secret. Don't shop there. <laughs> I also this summer watched the Victoria's Secret docuseries on Hulu called Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons. That's where I learned the word gauche socially awkward and lacking grace. They were talking about Jeffrey Epstein uh, because he was heavily tied up with Les Wexter, the owner of L Brands, who owns Victoria's Secret, The Limited, Bath and Body Works, um, had a very, very uh, toxic culture of abuse, um, misogyny, uh, sexual harassment, very tied up with Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was like his power of attorney. So this is the guy that owns Victoria's Secret. And yeah, I've known about this for a little while. I've been stopped shopping at Victoria's Secret, but now it's just like, mm, definitely don't want to fuck with y'all. Um, I got some great bras at Boscov's. <laughs> That's where the real women shop at, okay? And uh, uh, just a great docu-series. Another great docu-series or reality series that I enjoyed this summer, which just let me know that I just love anything Issa Rae touches, is Sweet Life. Sweet Life Los Angeles is a great little uh, reality TV show about people my age, 26, 27, um, you know, working and living in LA. They got their relationship drama. They got their friend drama. And it's just cool to see. Um, it's just, I just, I, I want to go on and on about, on about that show because it's just interesting to finally see like people my age on a reality show, like, you know, just trying to, just trying to make it. One girl has a, a CMOS brand. Another girl is an event planner. Another girl works in PR. Um, and they have their little friend beef and stuff. And it's just really cool. And it's from Issa Rae. And so you know it's just like real. Like you just know like these are real people out there. Not fake, you know, people they hired or whatever. Um, so I appreciate that. And then Issa Rae like popped up at the reunion. And that was really cute. I just love Issa. And I'll talk about rap shit in a second. Um, okay, two more. Docu documentaries that I watched girl in the picture another crazy true crime white people documentary on Netflix check that shit out and the murder ink story I haven't finished this yet but I'm watching it uh um you know re replay on BET and I'd love a good music documentary especially when we talk about hip-hop legends like Irv Gotti but same old story goes right um soon as drugs get involved uh people start acting crazy and um I just wish that we were able to enjoy our riches and the fruits of our labor without tearing ourselves down with drugs and alcohol, but that's how it always goes, isn't it? So, um, yeah, interesting documentary. Now, I want to share with you guys my top five shows from this summer, and I'll start with Stranger Things. What a time. What a time. Stranger Things really had everybody on lock stranger things had a song from 1980 on the top 100 this year running up that hill yeah what a time stranger things 
Um, I loved the season. It was so theatrical. The, I mean, the episodes were practically an hour and a half long, so they practically were movies. But I really enjoyed this season. Anybody hating on Stranger Things, you just don't, you just don't love good 80s, <laughs> 80s feel-good coming-of-age TV shows. I don't know what to tell you, man. Great TV show. P-Valley is definitely on my top five for this summer. P-Valley took it there, season two. They really did. Krayshawn's whole story, Mississippi girl. I'm praying for her to get out of this relationship. But the actress said, Shannon Thornton said, y'all need to stop telling me to break up with Derek. Like, I do not really date Derek. I am an actress. And if you want her to get out of this abusive relationship, you need to tell the writer's room. Don't tell me. And the writer's room went crazy with the pen this season. Like, I just really loved every episode. They just really brought it. And ugh, the abortion episode, how timely, right? Ugh, P-Valley is just going up and up. And I can't wait to see where it goes next. I hate the fact that we only get like 10 episodes a season. I need more. Um, The Bear. The Bear was a great culinary drama comedy uh, from FX. Again, I told you FX know what the fuck they doing. FX, uh, I watched it on Hulu. Just eight episodes. It really could have been a limited series for real. It could have been a mini series. It could have ended right there, but they do have a season two on the way. And this really shows you um, you know, blended diverse cast, Chicago atmosphere, um, a lot of cursing, a lot of trash talk, um, and just watching them struggle and try to cook in this shitty ass kitchen. It's a really great show. It's great storytelling. Um, it talks about grief. It talks about family. And I just really enjoyed that TV show. Um, and now if we go back, uh, you know, to representation and talking about how I just love everything Issa Rae touches, rap shit really just was so great. I love how Issa will not only make a show with HBO, but will turn it into a podcast and a Spotify tr soundtrack. And I see people on my timeline at pop-up events with the actors from the cast. I just love everything Issa touches. And I felt so seen in this show. Rap shit truly reminded me of me and my friends in my early 20s. Uh, my one friend was definitely about that life. <laughs> I don't want to give too much of people's business away, but like me and Shauna, that juxtaposition, that was definitely me and my friend. Like I just saw myself in this TV show and I can't believe it ended on that cliffhanger like that. Um... I would say Cliff ain't shit, and I would prefer to see Shauna with Maurice. Um, Mia, I, I agree with what she said. Like, if we were supposed to be together, we would have been together, Lamont. Um, and great performance from Lamont, too. I forget his real name, but we've seen him in some things in The Harder They Fall. And uh, I remember him from Scream Season 3 on MTV. I love that season. Um, yeah, I just feel like this show, Isha, Issa... I'm not even mad that Insecure is gone because Issa just keeps giving us great shows. So I'm happy um, that we got to see this on television. And it, it, of course, it kind of is chronicling, um, you know, the City Girl story because they were like executive producers on the show and they did help out with the script and everything. And so somebody asked, um, Issa, do you write the rhymes for this show, for Rap Shit? And she said that Dreezy actually write some of the rhymes for the show. And I love Dreezy. So girl power, that's what's up. And finally, 
I wanted to share with you guys, I can't believe I've been talking about this for 15 minutes, but I just, I just watched a lot of TV, <laughs> watched a lot of TV and movies this summer. Shout out to Dr. Strange, Jurassic World, Thor, Love and Thunder, Note Punk for Jesus. I watched them all. Black Phone, that was a great scary movie this summer. It actually scared me low key. Um, because something about kids getting kidnapped in the late 70s is just always scary. <laughs> um, but another show, my final show on my top five this summer, I gave you guys Stranger Things, P-Valley, The Bear, Rap Shit. And this did not come out this summer, but it dropped on Netflix this summer. All-American Homecoming. I binged both All-American and All-American Homecoming on Netflix, and they will be back in the fall for their new seasons. And I just loved All-American Homecoming because, again, it gave me that representation. It was a cute little, you know, fresh, young CW college show. Just something sweet to binge. Just something nice to watch. Like, oh, Simone's having trouble with Jordan. She doesn't know if, she, her, if her and Kiki are going to be friends. Whatever the, whatever the girl's name is. What is her name? Can't remember her name right now. But Nate, Nate, the transgender character... Uh, loved him or, or I don't I don't believe he identifies as transgender but her pronouns are actually she so let me get her pronouns right love that character and the voice of reason that she brought to the friend group because um, I feel like that was me back in college um, just hanging out in the dorms giving people advice that's the kind of representation that I love to see so I'm glad that we got a glimpse of that on television um, and, and just black family drama mixed in with HBCU drama um, I'm glad that this girl got a spinoff from All American. Um, and so I'm happy for that show. And I'm, I'm happy to see myself more on television. All right. As promised, life update. So I told you guys, quit my job, seven weeks unemployment. Um, that was really a faith walk for me. That was me stepping out on faith. Me just totally diving into my devotionals, fasting, my faith, got baptized, um, just got closer to the Lord. And honestly, um, it paid off because in that time, God blessed me in just seven weeks. I literally told you guys I quit my job with nothing lined up. I did not know what was next. I was just on interviews. And most of you have probably already heard this story, but I'm gonna tell this story again. I consider this to be a year long job search because I've been trying to leave my last job since June 2021, I started applying. Um, had interviews, third rounds, got super close to the end. Never, never made it through these doors. And I'll tell you, some of these interviews were like Entertainment Weekly, guys. I thought that I was a shoe in and I wasn't. And I felt like rejected. I felt like I wasn't uh, good enough, whatever, whatever. Really leaned into my faith. And in just seven weeks, God blessed me with a new job. And, um, the new job is kicking my ass. <laughs> mo money, mo problems. Uh, this is my first time ever touching this kind of money in my life. I doubled my salary, y'all. So, you don't know what I made before, but just think double, okay? <laughs> think what I made before as a, so a social media producer and double it. Um, I've never touched this kind of money in my life. And, um, I'm realizing that, of course, that comes with more responsibility, and it's kicking my ass. And really, it's just been a mental thing. And that's why I thought that I would be coming back to the podcast in no time. But I took a little bit longer because um, I've really been dealing with imposter syndrome, y'all. That's what it comes down to. God blessed me with a new job 
that's a bit of a challenge. I'm not a little social media producer anymore. I'm a communication strategist now. My official title is associate manager of communications for the law and compliance department. So imagine it's pretty serious and I'm freaking out. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I, it's crazy because I, I did all this praying, God, please bless me with a, a six-figure job. Please bless me, blah, 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 blah. Get the job. And now I am scared. I am anxious. I'm op I'm being real with y'all right now. I'm, I'm being open with y'all right now. Um, every day I wake up and I'm just like, oh my God, I don't belong here. What am I doing here? I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and every day I constantly, like I said earlier, I, I, I prayed for the blessing. Now I got the blessing. Now what am I going to do with it? And I just been questioning it ever since. And that's terrible. That's awful. That is such a waste of a blessing. I should not be questioning anything. God put me here for a reason. I don't know how long he put me here. And I think that's the problem. I have anxiety. So I'd be th future thinking. I'd be thinking too far ahead. Like, oh my God, am I going to be at this job for a year? Am I going to quit after six months? Am I going to be here for five years? I don't know. And it's not my, my place to know. Only God knows. Only God knows why he brought me here. Why did you Why did you say no to Entertainment Weekly and HubSpot and, and, and all these other companies, God? Because you wanted me here for a reason. So that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. But um, I don't even need to figure it out. I just need to accept it. And I need to just walk in my power and own my power. And every day I try to hype myself up with that Beyonce album, y'all. I'm telling you because <laughs> I really just been in my own head. It's like once you get to this level and you're making this kind of money at, at my age of 27 and you're surrounded by people who have been at the company for 40 years, you start to question yourself. And that's not good because me questioning myself and my ability means that I'm questioning God, to be honest. And I hate to do that because God got me here. I prayed and I cried for this job. And now I'm talking about I don't want to be here. Why? Because it's a little uncomfortable. Because it's hard, because it's challenging. Come on, Christina. Now I'm talking to myself. Come on, Christina. You know you couldn't be touching this kind of money without a little difficulty. <laughs> so that's really what I've just been going through with the job. But nevertheless, God is good. I did get the job. My whole financial situation has changed. I'm doing something different. Um, the work itself is not hard, but it is a hard workload. And um Great benefits. I will admit they got a great wellness plan where I've been able to reimburse my massages. So I feel bad complaining, but anybody with anxiety knows what I've been through, that imposter syndrome, just feeling like, oh, my God, do I really belong here? They're going to realize that I don't even have a master's. <laughs> I have a bachelor's in graphic design and somehow wiggled my way into an associate manager of communications. So that's where that fraud feeling comes from. Like, damn, everybody here is going to know I'm a fraud. But fuck it, they, they frauds too. I'm starting to find out nobody knows what they're doing. Not the director, not the vice president, not the CCO. We all just figuring it out. So, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest because I've really been struggling with that. This new job made me go back to therapy because I was like, yeah, I got to talk to somebody because I'm really in my head right now. Waking up at 7 a.m. before I log on, thinking about everything I got to do today, everything on my plate, like just breathe, girl, just take it a day at a time. Woo. This is a message to myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, the career, that's what's going on with the career y'all. Um, and again, it's totally outside of media. I stepped away from the media industry. Um, I went back to corporate America and that too, that's been hard. Nobody talks about working from home remotely for the past two years for a media company 
versus going into the office twice a week uh, at an insurance company doing communications, uh, very white collar. Ugh, the small talk. I cannot with the small talk. I really, really hate small talk. And you would think as a podcaster, I would like to talk. I, I Don't get me wrong. I love getting to know people in depth conversations, but five minutes in the hallway is not enough time. And I don't really care that your daughter is having her third baby that I've never met. And I've never, I, I barely know you, Susan. So I don't really know your daughter much either. So that kind of small talk I could do without. Um, <laughs> and I am just learning, like, I was way too open at my last job telling people my personal business here. Like, I'm not telling y'all shit. Like, let's, let's set new boundaries in this new role. So period. Um, that's the career. Family life, y'all. I had some family issues this summer as well. And I'm not going to dig into it because that's really my brother's business. But my brother, I love him. He is a part of me. And my family is not perfect. And this summer just reminded me that nobody is. We all got family drama. And that's my only sibling. So I'm really trying to work it out with him, y'all. Um, but just pray for us. Um, just pray for healing. And I just want to let y'all know that I got family issues too. Uh, I know I might seem picture perfect, but I got family issues too. Um, at least my relationship is going good. You know, me and my man been together for two and a half years. Um, this summer, he really pursued the music entrepreneur thing. And again, I told y'all I got anxiety. So me stepping into this new corporate nine to five role and him being the total opposite. Um, <laughs> we can butt heads at times, but he always reminds me to like dream big. And that's why I'm here today. That's why I'm back on the podcast. Um, because of you guys pushing me because of my boyfriend telling me to, you know, go at my own pace. Um, I'm just so thankful for the support system that I do have because I'm really starting to realize how important it is to have real friends around you. Um, anybody who is not for you, if they show that shit once, let that be the last time. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm really, really starting to also realize how important it is to have the right people around me. I do not want any, I, it's really quality over quantity. I can't say that enough. Um, this summer really just opened that up to me. And so, yeah, that's kind of a life update. I did get back into therapy, y'all. Oh, my God. Black therapist. Got me a black female therapist. Holla. Um, and, you know, right now we only on, like, our second session. So I can't even act like all, everything is peaches and cream because we got a lot to work out. But I'm just happy that I'm back in therapy because I've been saying all summer, like, oh, I got to get back to therapy. When I was unemployed, I was uninsured. So I did not even have insurance to get into therapy. So I know everybody does not have access, but I'm just glad that there are other ways to get help out here nowadays. So we aren't alone. Um, you always have somebody to talk to. And like I said, you know, I, I lean on my friends. I, I have a great support system, but sometimes you just need a person who is hired to listen to you cry for an hour and my friend said she feels like she'd be crying too much in therapy so what girl that's my hour I paid for this hour and I'm gonna cry I'm gonna snort I'm gonna drool I'm gonna do whatever I want to because it's my hour <laughs> and I just hope that um all all you listeners out there if you don't have a great support system you please find some help. They got better help talk back talk up up help whatever the hell they got so many different things nowadays you should be able to find some help online. And if you haven't been able to, somebody literally DM me and was like, hey, you know, I heard you went to therapy. Like, who did you go to? Happy to give y'all some resources. 
Um, you know, of course, it may de depend on your insurance or what state you live in, but I'm always here to help. This is Young, Black, and Opinionated. And my strong opinion is that we all need some therapy. We all got some trauma that we work it out that we don't even realize, honey. And um, I, I know y'all might still turn y'all nose up at therapy. It's not for everybody, but just hear me out. Just, just, just think about the fact that you're literally finally being heard. I think that's the most important part because yeah, you can tell your family, your friends, they'll form their, their opinions, they'll roll their eyes, but a therapist, they'll really heal you out. And this person, this person studied this shit. This person studied the brain. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry for going on a two minute tangent about therapy, but there's just some people in my life who are still not, uh, embracing therapy when those kind of people are the ones who need it the most. So that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. But um, that's my life update, y'all. I'm okay. I want y'all to know that I am okay. I just took a long time off because I just wasn't feeling it. I, like I said, my boyfriend is around me, you know, just so inspired and ready to chase his dreams. I'm just like, ugh, I have to record the podcast. When I have that kind of attitude, I don't want to do it at all. I want to give you guys my best self. So this is me. I'm feeling better. I'm ready to get back to it. I really just want to dive deep into like one topic per episode and really go from there. All right. So thank you guys for rocking with me. One takeaway uh, I want you guys to have from this episode. As I said earlier, earlier this year, I had a faith walk and I'm constantly reminded in this new season of my life that it is just that it is a walk. It requires work. It requires movement. It requires activity. Um, all that praying and crying I did in May, that was cool, but that was for May. Now it's fall. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, just be vigilant. Um, don't slip on your faith. Don't slip on yourself. Stay sucker free. Stay blessed up. Okay. I love you guys. Make sure you follow me on social media, M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E, Miss Chris D, and follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO Podcast. See you next time. Bye.